Good morning, everyone. I am so glad to see everyone today. We have some special faces in the crowd for some uh, special recognition we're going to do today. And I am so excited to have everyone with us. And if you are a guest or visiting with us for the first time, if you would, there are uh, visitor cards in the pews in front of you. Um, That's all we want from you. If you would just fill that out and drop it in the box out there, um, that would be great. Um, just so we can have that information. Like I say, I'm so glad to have everyone here today. I'm so glad to see everyone's smiling face. As we come close to the end of this school year, I know everyone's excited, not just seniors, not just students, but school staff, right, Bruce? We're very, very excited to get this year over with. Um, I want to remind you of a few important announcements that we have. Please do not forget... We have our Wednesday night services at uh, 6.30 like regular this week. We look forward to having you come out and join us for our adult Bible study. And we have our youth services and our children's services. And we meet up for prayer and then we split up into the, into the, between youth and kids. And uh, we are, I'm hoping that we get to finish out our uh, video Bible study that we've been doing on um, Given up authority and, and how we have to accept authority in our lives and how God is the ultimate authority in our life. Uh, so come out and join us for that. Uh, Thursday night, men, there is a work day. So if you can come out for that. Um, I want to announce Vacation Bible School again. Um, You're going to hear a lot about this over the next four weeks, but it is June the 27th through the 30th. That begins on a Sunday and ends on a Wednesday, and Wednesday will be our family night, and we we would love to have everyone, even if you don't have kids in Bible school, to come out and join us for family night and seeing what the kids have been into and learning about in Bible school that week. Um, If you want to be part of Vacation Bible School, we are going to have a meeting after church in the youth building. Don't worry. I know what everybody's thinking. I want to eat after church, right? Well, there's going to be, if you're coming, and it's, an, it's also an incentive to help out for Bible school. There's going to be some pizza out there for the, for the people who are helping us out. So you come out and we'll have us, a, we'll start out in prayer and we can eat while we talk about the different uh, spots and things that we need for bi- fielding Bible school. Next Sunday night. This is exciting, too. Our picnic at the creek resumes at 6 o'clock. The meat is provided by the church, so you just bring a side dish, maybe some sweet tea. Ooh, yeah. And bring that out there and a, and a dessert. And don't forget dessert. Banana pudding, chocolate pound cake, whoever makes homemade chocolate pound cake. Hint, hint, hint. But it's all right. Uh, homecoming is coming up. Our anniversary of our church, June 13th, and we're going to have a meal afterwards. So uh, that day we're going to ask you to bring a covered dish to, to uh, join with us, to, and we're going to celebrate and join together with a meal afterwards. So we look forward to that. Um, as far as announcements to go, that is pretty much it. But at this moment in time, if you can, I would like you to stand up, and I'm going to have our graduates march out and just be proud of them, guys. We're having some technical difficulties. Trey Hubbard may have to hum. So just come on out, guys. Come on and march out. guys may be seated. Those are our graduates, and you'll hear more about them soon.
You know, it's, it's great when um, you, you do all the stuff and then, then it doesn't work. There was actually supposed to be pomp and circumstance playing as they came in. And things don't always work the way they're supposed to. But you know who does work the way he's supposed to all the time? And that's God. I'm going to do something and I want you guys to answer back. God is good all the time. Hey, you guys got it and I didn't have to prompt you. Good job. Just uh, some prayer requests, and I apologize for taking my phone out, but I got an email this morning warning to uh, and get it open. There we go. This is from Marilyn Schaus. Tomorrow, her son Mike is going to be having, having hip replacement surgery. And then his uh, family's best friend, Chris, is having a heart operation also tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, her daughter, Tanya, is having knee replacement surgery. And um, these are the surgeries that she was praying about going back up north for, to Minnesota. But uh, she has made the decision to stay here in North Carolina because of COVID, she would not be allowed to go into the hospital and see them anyway, or the rehab facilities they'll be going to after these surgeries. So she is going to wait until they make it home before she goes up. But she is asking us to, to join her in prayer for this these uh, surgeries that will be taking place this, this week. Also, if you do not know, Ralph Elliott, um, he has been, um, as of yesterday, has been taken to Wendover House in Shelby um, under respite care with hospice. Please continue to pray for Ralph. Pray for his, his wife and his children and the rest of the family as he is going through this time. Um, Stan has been able to go and see him and um, spend a little bit of time with him, which is great. Everybody else that I know of that has, has tried to go see him has not been able to, too. So um, I am very grateful that Stan has been able to do that and spend some time with Ralph and um, just pray for that whole family right now. And continue to pray for us as a church. Continue to pray for Mike and Peggy as Peggy is still dealing with her, her, her legs and pray for us as a group as we continue to move forward. You've heard the announcements that we are going to start doing more and more things. We are going to get back to, to being the church and reaching out to our community and um, just living the gospel in front of everyone. Also, please remember to pray for our students this will be their exam week coming up. Um, middle school will be doing their exams, their, their EOGs. The uh, high school students will be doing their, their EOCs and, and EOGs. I think AP tests have already taken place. Um, but this is going to be a stressful week for them. It's going to be a stressful week for their parents and their teachers. And then please also to remember to pray for our graduates. They are coming off what is quite possibly one of the most difficult years of school that anybody's ever had. And these five and their classmates made it. They finished their senior year, and they're getting ready to start their adult life going on to jobs, going on to school. But we need, as a church, need to pray for these young people as they grow, as they continue to mature, and as they go out into the world to do what God has created them to do. So at this time, please join me in prayer as we begin our service together. Yes. Yeah, Robert Melton has started chemo. Okay.
Robert Melton, teacher at Crest Middle School, uh, also football coach, um, has started chemo 20 hours a day. So please pray for Robert going through this. Um, what type of cancer is it? Leukemia. So uh, please pray for the Melton family. Now, as we begin our service together, please join me in prayer. Our blessed Heavenly Father, we come before you once again, gathered in your house, seeking your face. And dear Lord, as we have gathered together to worship you today, we ask that your spirit move among your people. Dear Lord, you have heard the request that have been mentioned. We bring them to you and lay them at your feet because, dear Lord, there's nothing really we can do. But, dear Lord, you can go into those hospital rooms. You can go into those hospice rooms and you can make your presence felt. Dear Lord, we ask you right now that you be with the Elliott family, be with Ralph. Fill them with your peace. Dear Lord, please take away any pain that Ralph may be experiencing. Let him feel your presence like never before. And give his family and give Ralph a peace that only you can. We ask you to be with Robert Melton and his family as he is fighting leukemia and going through chemo 20 hours a day right now, dear Lord. That I ask you, that you strengthen his body, allow it to fight this disease. Dear Lord, I am thankful for the fact that their trust is in you. And I ask you to, to let them feel your presence and let them feel your power right now. Dear Lord, I ask you to be with Marilyn's son and daughter and friend as they are going through surgeries this week. And Marilyn cannot be there. But again, dear Lord, let them feel your presence. Give Marilyn the peace that she needs to feel to know that her children are being taken care of by you. And dear Lord, give them the strength to get through these surgeries and through rehab so that they're able to do all the things that they want to be able to do. Dear Lord, I ask you to be with the teachers and students as they finish up this school year. It has been a stressful year, dear Lord. It has been difficult for everyone involved. But dear Lord, they've made it. I ask you to be with these seniors that are sitting here and those that are in other churches right now that are preparing to graduate this next week. Dear Lord, I thank you for each one of them. I thank you for allowing me to be part of their lives. I thank you for their parents. And dear Lord, I ask you right now that you just touch each and every one of them. That as they begin to make decisions about their future, that they will remember that you have promised to give them a future. A future to prosper them and not to harm them. the confidence to know that if they go with you, that there is nothing that they can't accomplish because you are their strength. And dear Lord, I pray that you will have them be faithful to you. Give them the courage to stand when everyone else around them is bowing. That they would stand for you in the face of opposition. And dear Lord, I pray for us as a church that as we continue to seek to do your will, that you would protect us, that you would guide us, and that you would give us the courage to stand on your word. And above all, dear Lord, that you would give us the courage to be obedient to your commands. And as we join together to worship this morning, dear Lord, may your name be praised. May the gospel be preached. And that as we leave this place, we will shine with the glory of God because we have been in your presence. 
And we ask all of this in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Graduates, this song is not just for you. It's a reminder to all of us, but it's something that the Christians over years have learned, and that is the blood that Jesus shed when your sins were covered, that that strength and that blood will never, ever fade. It will never leave you when you go through job uh, offers, when you go on to college, decisions about marriage, whatever trials you go through in your life, you remember this. So let us all stand as we remind them the blood will never lose its power. you again for being with us today and as we come close to this special part of the service uh, I would like to share some scripture first and uh, I have that marked today hey it's pretty good um, this is also the time that I want to I want to invite everyone to focus on what these graduates were fixing to recognize the accomplishments that they've made but in especially at this time i want the kids the the older the older teenagers who are still working their way through high school to really focus and look at this and see what happens when you put your mind to it and when you make good choices and when you when you allow god to guide you and lead you the the places you can go but it's all about the choices that you make and the choice that I want to urge you to make as kids and as youth and even as adults, if you don't already, is to have that relationship with Jesus Christ and allow him to be the Lord and the God of everything that you do in all your decisions. The scripture that I wanted to share for you today was Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. And it says, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as in this day. Everything comes through God. And at this time, I'm going to walk down 
And I'm going to invite the graduates, as I call their name, to walk in front of me. And I've got a special gift for them. And I didn't give you guys a heads up because I didn't mess up. I just did, forgot to do something. I forgot to mark these. So if you get this and it looks like it's a girl's present, <laughs> just swap it with a girl that's next to you, okay, guys? So um, let me grab these. Got me? Yeah, hey. All right. So at this time, first, I would like to recognize our first graduate. And she is new to me here, and I am getting to know her. And I look forward to uh, getting to know her more this summer. And uh, her name is Miss Aaliyah Blanton. Would you please come forward? And Aaliyah, you can face the crowd, Miss Aaliyah. And Aaliyah is graduating from Crest High School, as all these young folks are. And her plan is to go to Cleveland Community College this fall, right? Correct. Thank you. Would you give her a hand? <laughs> Next on our list is a young lady that I've had the privilege to know since I've got here. She's very special to me. And uh, her name is Miss Elizabeth Callentine. Lizzie, as we call her, is graduating from Crest High School, and her plans are to enroll at App State soon, correct? That is awesome. Give her another hand, please. Go stand over here, Lizzie. Next on my list is a, is a very special young man as well. His name is Miles Howard. Would you come forward, Miles? <laughs> this kid, he is awesome. I wish I would have known him a lot longer than I have, but I've heard some awesome stories of him growing up, and Miles is graduating from Crest High School as well, and he plans to go to CCC as well in the fall, correct, Miles? Yes, sir. All right. And listen, if you, you're going to see a slideshow in a minute. When you see Miles' cap and gown picture, if, that ain't, if that's not proud to be graduating, I don't know what is. So you keep an eye out for that. And give Miles another hand, please. Next on our list is Dawson Weatherford. Would you come up, Dawson? Dawson has been with us here at Crestview for quite, some, for quite a little while now. I'm getting to know him pretty good. Um, if you guys don't know, he's dating the pastor's daughter. So <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a lot of pressure on him. So he's got a lot. But Dawson is planning. What, what are your plans, Dawson, after graduation? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. So Dawson was one of the only ones that I wasn't 100% sure if I knew what he was going to do. And he does either. But you know what? That's okay. As long as you let God lead you and, and, and allow you to move forward in this life and, and you follow his path, you'll make good decisions. I know you will. Just give Dawson another hand, sir. Um, the last but not least on our list, we have Seth West. Come on up here, Seth. I have to be completely honest with you. I don't know Seth all that well, which is unfortunate. And uh, I look forward to getting to know him as he grows to be a man. And Mr. Seth here, he is uh, planning to go and work for the family business, correct? He's going to work at Two Brothers. That's his plan after high school. And so he has, uh, we, have, we have bright futures in front of us. You guys give Seth another hand. And... I want you guys, I want to invite you guys all to like center up so you can see. And this is for David Lee right here because I've been looking for an opportunity to incorporate this in, into something. And so I, was, I received a gift not too long ago. And I've been trying to figure out for weeks what I can do. 
to incorporate this in my services because I wanted to come show it off to everybody. And if graduating from high school doesn't make you a champion, then I don't know what does. So I'm going to have you guys hold this right here. And I want this in front of you guys. And I want an opportunity to take a picture of that. Because if... I'm coming. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Here is just a small token of, of our, um, just how grateful we are to have you here and how proud we are of you here at Crestview Baptist Church. And uh, once again, just one more hand before these guys sit down. And if you guys could have a seat, you guys could sit on the front and go sit with your families. That's whatever you would like to do. I'm going to be talking to you a lot during our sermon today. Uh, we do have a slideshow. Okay. And be before I do the slideshow, though, I do want to recognize I have a gift for one other person that I wanted to mention. Where did it go? And who is a graduate who is a very special part of our children's ministry, is a big help to me, and that is Miss Michaela Molinax. And she graduated from Cleveland Community College. So if you come down here for just one second. And Michaela plans on enrolling in Alabama uh, University. That's her plans. So, it, don't give her a hard time. She'll be successful in what she do, what she does. And Michaela does a lot behind the scenes in our children's ministry, and she is a big help. So let's give her one big round of applause. All right, Michaela, thank you. And now we have assembled an awesome slideshow with embarrassing pictures for you guys. You're gonna do great things I already know 
This is for you. Surprise. You didn't know I was going to be up here today. Um, but Pastor Artie asked me if I would like to share the message for graduation Sunday. And uh, I was more than happy to. I came in this morning, though, and I said, listen, I said, do you not? I said, how do you do this every week? I said, I'm used to the children's sermon, and I'm used to getting up and doing announcements. But when I get up here and I have to sit and talk to a bunch of adults and share a message and make sure that I'm doing what God is laid on my heart and doing the proper thing. I get turned to a ball of nerves every time, and I get all, like, nervous and sweaty. I guess that's how, but you know what? I can feel the Spirit of God this morning, and uh, in the songs we sing, and in the graduates we recognize, and uh, I know I am ready to share with you a special message that God has laid on my heart. Um, First, I would like to invite you to stand as I share some scripture with you this morning. And uh, the scripture today comes out of the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. And this is the New King James Version, if you're curious about the version I'm reading. Starting with 13, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. These next few verses are what I, what, what, I want to, what I want us to focus on, though. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in, it, in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works. Listen to this. And glorify your Father in heaven. Let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for this day, for allowing us to come here together to fellowship and to worship and gather in your house. Thank you for allowing us to be able to honor these graduates today as they move forward into their life. And Lord, this morning as we focus on letting our light shine for you, open our hearts, open our minds, And allow us to soak in your word that is the good news, that is the gospel, God. And be ready, not just these graduates, but every one of us ready to walk out this door and shine the brightest possible. All this we ask in your name, God. Amen. You guys may be seated. This morning, I want to start, we're talking about shining But I want to start by talking about the moon. And I knew this, but I heard this um, recently in a book that I'm reading. I say I heard it in a book that I'm reading because, and I'm going to tell you why I heard it in the book that I'm reading. Because Preacher Artie always picks on me about my ADHD and chasing squirrels. I cannot sit down and read a book. So I have an audio book. Because if I'm sitting down and reading the book, I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about anything but what that book is saying. But I'm reading a Tony Evans book right now, and it is about being, becoming a man, which is another ser- about being the man that God designed us to be. And that's another sermon all in itself. But I heard this in that book, and it reminded me, and I knew it was true, because the moon does not shine on its own. But we look up in the sky at night, and we see the moon shining bright. But why is that? Why can we look up and see the moon shining bright if it doesn't shine? It is because the moon reflects the ultimate light that God placed in our, the ultimate physical space light that God placed in our universe, which is the sun, It sits at the center of our universe. And the moon reflects the light from that sun. And depending on where it's at, is how much of the moon we see. But did you know this? That the moon only reflects 3 to 12% 
of the sunlight that hits it. The perceived brightness of the earth from the moon depends on where the moon is in orbit around the planet. And I got that information from uh, livescience.com because there's people who study the universe. But today I'm here to talk about a different light and a different sun. And as you graduates up here and as Michaela, wherever she's at, as you guys get ready to embark on new journeys and new paths that God has in front of you, I want you to think about these words that I'm going to mention here today. They asked me if they could change on their way up, on my way up, and I told them they had to sit there and listen to this, because this is for them, but it's also for you. Because I'm going to tell you, as this book that I'm reading, go back to it for a minute, as mature and, and as strong a Christian as, as good as our relationship with God is, no matter how good it is, I was reading this book, and I've been so convicted about how, far, how short I fall as a man, no matter how good I do as a man. So when you think about that, sometimes as teenagers and as young adults, we go into situations and we think, I know all there is to know. I don't need to hear this telling me something I've been told time and time again. But I'm inviting you to listen because you don't know all there is to know. Preacher Artie doesn't know all there is to know. Miss Sandra doesn't. Who, let's see, Miss Ann back there in the back, she knows most of it, but not all there is to know. And, you know, so focus and listen on God's Word this morning. So God placed the moon at a specific point in the universe in relation to the sun, and it moves. But that, that moon is there to do a job. And without the moon... Our nights would be dark and empty. You guys walk out. Once a month, we have a new moon. Everybody's been outside on a new moon. And you think about how dark it is, how weird it is to walk outside that one day a month when the moon is out of, in, in, a, in a particular location where it can't reflect the sun's light. And it's very dark outside. It's hard to see where you're going, right? So just keep that in the back of your mind. And so this is a specific sermon for the graduates. Because like I said, you guys are about to start a new chapter in your life. Up until this point, high school, you may have worked, you may have had a job. But, and I tell my kids that I worked with this at school. Until you graduate, high school, school is your main job. That is your main primary focus on life. Your high school diploma is so important to your future. It affects everything you do. Every choice that we make affects everything we do. And the choice to stick it out through the hard times, through the pandemic year, year and a half. This has been a crazy year for graduates. You know, last year, the graduates didn't get the, didn't get at the graduation ceremony that they deserved. Thankfully... Thank, Lord, thank the Lord we're allowed to celebrate our graduates this year at, gradu at graduation. And they get, to, they get to go through that task. But their, their choices have led this to their point. And they have new choices to make as of Friday when they walk across that stage. Because the choices of high school and focusing on our schoolwork and things like that, they become a thing of our past. You may be focusing on college. You may be focusing on your job. Because, yes, I know they're young, and parents, you might not want to hear this, but when you turn 18, they start focusing on, in the next two to five years, building a family, building a career, not just a job, something they can do. So, so remember this as we go out, that it is important for us to be in, a, in the proper aspect and the proper relation to where God is. That we're sh we are shining the light of the sun, the S-O-N. 
the Son of God, which is Jesus Christ. We, are, we have a responsibility to shine that light to those in the world if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because, like I said, if you go out on a dark night and there's no moon, it's very bleak, it's very dark out. There are people walking all around you that you pass every day, and you don't realize it, who have never heard the name of Jesus Christ or never stepped foot into a church building. And they're not going to step foot into a church building, not until something drastically, drastic happens in their life. You can't expect a preacher, a music minister, a missionary, or a Sunday school teacher to go out, go out wherever they're at all the time and reach them. If with, your, with your relationship with Jesus Christ, it is your responsibility to shine that light to those around you in the world. And that does a few things. It can spark questions in people's lives. It can plant seeds in people's life. And by planting seeds, I mean when you, if you grow a garden. Anybody ever here ever grew a garden? No? Anybody who grows a garden? You grow a garden, you don't go out and just start picking plants one day. You have to go out and you plant seeds or you put little sprouts in the ground and you water them and you take care of them and you keep them, the weeds out of them. And eventually, they grow. And that's what it's like when you're a Christian living in a world full of non-believers all around you everywhere you go. It is your responsibility to plant seeds, to pull weeds in people's life, to shine bright for them. Because without the sun, plants can't grow, right? Worked out. That wasn't even part of the plan. That just worked out perfect. So without light, some questions I want you to think about. What would the world be like without light? A couple ways you can look at that. Without Jesus Christ being the light for us, we would still be in a lot of trouble. But thank goodness Jesus Christ did come and He did die for us. And He did rise again on the third day. And He is in heaven preparing, for, preparing us a place. Thank the Lord. But without the light of believers on this earth, think of what a sad world we would live in if all we did was walk in and the closest you ever, you ever talked to somebody was to accidentally bump into them on the street and turn around and give them a mean look. Think about our world without the light that Christ wants to shine through us. Christ is the light. That means, you know what our task is? We are tasked with being the moon in relation to the sun. Wherever you are, it's, becoming a Christian is as simple as accepting and believing that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. But there's more to it than that. It doesn't stop. That is just the beginning of it. And that light that we're supposed to reflect begins there. Because you don't reflect that light until you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Your life is, your life is dark. You're stumbling, around in the, you're stumbling around looking for a purpose. Jesus Christ is that purpose. Where are you? And you have to focus and place yourself in a place, build your relationship with Jesus Christ. Spend time in church. Spend time with small groups. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in the Word. You get closer and closer to God. And the closer you get, the brighter you're going to reflect that light. This, this light is the most effective and best way to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because not everyone can walk up and start a conversation with somebody about Jesus Christ and what He did for us. But every person in here can share a smile 
can share a good morning, can include somebody who may not always be included, can make people feel like they matter. And that sparks a fire, plants a seed, makes a little light begin to grow. And, you wonder, and they'll wonder why. Why is this person like that? And then that leads to maybe them visiting your church. Maybe them asking you straight up, why are you the way you are? Gives you a perfect opportunity to share Jesus Christ. Yes, there are ways and there are people who go out and just share Jesus Christ with strangers. But that is a difficult thing to do. The, the easiest thing to do is to, to build relationships with people around us by that kindness, by that light we shine. So as we get close and we draw to an end, I want to ask you three questions. And I'm really not hesitant to say that everybody can answer, everybody falls into one of these question categories. The first one is, are you ready to leave this building, to walk out and be the light for others, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ by the way you treat people, the way you love people, the way you care about people? If you're already out there shining that light, question two, are you in the right position are you in the right relationship to the sun that you are shining your light to the fullest of its potential? Or are you just occasionally smiling, occasionally talking to people, occasionally shining the light the way you want us to do? And the third category, this category is very important. If you fall into this category... I want you to really take a look at your life. Are you walking in the darkness? Do you not yet know and not yet have the sun reflecting on your life? Have you heard about it? Had no desire to, 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 to learn about it? Or have you heard about it and thought, you know what? I've got time. I'll worry about it later. Are you stumbling through the darkness? Because if you are stumbling through the darkness, God is there and He's waiting for you. He's waiting to shine your path and give you light to go wherever you want to go. He's there and that's what He's doing. So as the musicians come up and get ready to play, you're going to play a hymn. And I want you to think about those three questions in your life that I ask you. I want you to think about what category you fall into. And if there's something you need to do to straighten your path, to get on the right path, or to push the darkness out of your life, I urge you not to walk out of these doors today. Because a while ago I said, you know what? Some people say, well, we got time. We don't know how much time we have. We could be living in our last moments and we don't know it. And I know that sounds dark and that sounds bleak, but it's the truth. So everyone in here and the graduates, I want you to think about what path you're on. And are you shining the way Jesus Christ commands you to? Would you stand as we sing our hymn of invitation, number 571, Let Others See Jesus in You, 571. While passing through this world of sin, and others your life shall be. Be clean and pure without within. Let all the see Jesus in you. Let all 
Before we head out today, uh, don't forget, if you're interested in a helping with Bible school, um, at 12 o'clock, the pizza will be ready, and I uh, have my lovely wife go pick it up, and so we, when everyone clears out, we will meet in the youth building in the, in the main part there, and we'll sit down and we'll get some uh, details hashed out about Bible school. Um, I would like, if it's possible... I know we haven't done anything like this in a while because of COVID protocols, but do you think it's okay for the graduates to go line up at the door? I would like the graduates and their families, if they would like to go with them, to go stand outside the door. And I would like you to, um, as you walk by these guys today, tell them how proud you are of them. Um, high school is a big accomplishment. Community college and colleges are big accomplishments in life as we move forward. You guys can go ahead and walk that way if you want to. Um, at this point, I would like to ask Mr. Joe, wherever he's at, he's back there, if he would close us out in prayer today. <laughs>